Hey everybody, welcome to Nation. My name is Jersey and I am your host for this uh, half an hour of awesomeness here. Uh, if it's your first time here, thanks for coming. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. If it is not your first time coming, well, I appreciate that too. Uh, thanks for continuing to listen or watch, however you are, uh, for the show. Uh, and uh, I, every week I tell you to make sure to hashtag WCRNation anywhere on Facebook and in any of the groups so we can talk back and forth about the show and even more importantly what you want to talk about uh, because uh, this is a weekly podcast. I want to talk about what you want to talk about and uh, hopefully we can dive into some really good uh, subjects. Um, but for those of you who are new, uh, this is going to be available via SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, it's also available on YouTube, and if you go to windowcleaner.com forward slash radio, all the episodes are there that you can listen to directly on your computer. So, without further ado, this week's show is brought to you by Seth Pfeffernuff, Pfeffer, Pfeffer, Pfeffernuff, Seth Fensterstock. Actually, Seth Fensterstock, uh, good dude, you guys probably know him. Um, he is, uh, he's a fellow window cleaner. He, he makes some stickers and some other stuff with fencer stuff. And we're going to talk about that in a couple minutes, but as you know, I am a, um, sales rep for window cleaning resource. So if there's any supplies you need either on the window cleaning side of things or on pressure washing side of things, don't hesitate to text me, uh, call me, email me, Vox me, Facebook message me, anything you can. My number direct, 862-312-2026 or josh at windowcleaningresource.com. Um, shoot me a message. Say what's up. Last week, uh, actually even two weeks ago, we were getting a lot of messages in. Um, I was getting pictures of uh, people's beards uh, when we had Luke on. And uh, last week, I've gotten probably 10 emails last week on different things in the subjects and just talking back and forth. It's been super awesome. So thanks to those guys and gals that are sending me info. I always, always appreciate it. And uh, it's nice to talk back and forth, you know. Right now, a little bit boring. You just talking to a computer or a microphone and uh, talking back and forth is pretty cool. So, uh, I do want to start off a little bit. You guys are probably tired of hearing it, but the huge convention is um, coming up very quickly. Um, I know on my end, plane tickets, hotel room, everything is booked and ready to go. I'll be flying in Wednesday. Uh, and if you don't know about the huge convention, it is thehugeconvention.com. Check it out. The room block sold. I told you guys and gals that it was going to sell out and it did sell out, but fabulous Thad Ekoff, uh, FTE is, uh, he is going to be trying to acquire more rooms at the same block. So uh, rooms per night was like 119 bucks, which is just unheard of. It's in New Orleans, Louisiana. If you haven't been there, check that out. I mean, that alone is worth the trip. If you haven't been to a convention, you gotta go and just be around like-minded people. It's, uh, I don't know how else to, to say it. It's just, it's amazing to be around a bunch of people who give, uh, two dumps about the same stuff that you give two dumps about. Um, so definitely check it out. Uh, the convention is actually the 18th and the 19th of August. So it is coming up super quick. Uh, get your flight drive. Um, I know Texas, you guys are close. So, um, 
do what you can. Get down there, even if it's for a couple days, and uh, hopefully we can uh, hang out a little bit together, and uh, that would be pretty pretty awesome. So, um, if you could see up there, if you are watching this on YouTube or on windowcleaner.com forward slash radio, uh, you could see in the back of my uh, screen right now, I have some stickers, and I do want to talk about this a little bit. Uh, if you're just listening to this on the podcast, check it out on our YouTube channel for Window Cleaning Resource or just search WCR Nation. It'll pop up. But uh, these are just some of the stickers that uh, Fenster Stuff sells. Now, the cool thing about Fenster Stuff, not only do I love Seth, he's just a great guy anyway, um, but his kids are actually the ones that are running the thing. I mean, he's helping a little bit, of course, but... The cool part is, is that they're the ones, if you go to any of the shows and they're selling stickers or magnets or anything, they're the ones that are there running the booth, they're the ones with the ideas, they're the ones that are screening the shirts uh, when they're made in-house, and uh, just, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see, we're all entrepreneurs, and to see someone and their kids, you know, pushing that on the kids to kind of fall in love with entrepreneurism, entrepreneur, there you go. Uh, being a business owner as a kid, I think it's pretty cool. I have actually heard of another one, and I apologize to not give you a shout-out, whoever you are. But uh, they started their kids on a gumball route. So if you go into any restaurant or stores, you see the gum machines. Um, their kids are doing that. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, it takes a certain someone to do what we do. And it's not everyone. A lot of people go, oh, you know... I built this business, my, my blood, sweat, and tears, and my family doesn't want it. And that's fine because there'd be probably nothing worse than having your family take it when they have no interest in owning a business and running into the ground. So, But let me grab shirts. I'm going to show you. This, this shirt I'm wearing right now, again, you can't see it. This is the uh, squeegee patent. The first squeegee, the patent for the squeegee is printed on a shirt, which is pretty, pretty awesome if you uh, nerd out in industry stuff like like I do. Uh, here is the uh, Keep Calm and Squeegee shirt. Pretty awesome. Uh, as you can see up there, the Keep Calm and Squeegee stickers. There is also the uh, Squeegee head. Um, these also come in pressure washing. So, um, yeah, they're, they're just, it's just kind of cool. Uh, car magnets, right? Really nice heavy duty magnets. And then uh, the big uh, Squeegee. Uh, there's also a pressure washing gun one on those. Uh, I know I have that on my truck. And uh, anyway, so thanks to uh, Fenster Stuff, but check them out. Uh, it's Fenster Stuff on Facebook. Uh, search it and like it. And if you like it, within the week from when this podcast airs, originally we are going to pick a winner for um, from whoever likes uh, Fenster Stuff, and we're going to send them a little bit of a care package with a bunch of gear, which is pretty sweet. And the stuff is pretty inexpensive, so rep your industry and buy some swag. But today, we are going to be talking about uh, the trailer versus truck versus van scenario, right? The argument, um, which is better? Why is it better? Which one should you do? And if you're creating something new, what's, what way to go? Why? So I'll tell you a little bit about what I do and have done. So I have done flatbed trucks. I have done trailers enclosed. I have done trailers opened. And I've done pickup trucks. I've also done pickup trucks with caps. 
and without. So the only thing I haven't done particularly is van, uh, but uh, I do have a good friend who has a van set up, and um, I'm looking at the thing all the time. So uh, I have a little bit of experience in there. But but here's really what you want to look for, and everybody's needs are differently. I'll tell you, when I went from a flatbed truck, uh, I actually went from a flatbed to a trailer, which in the beginning a lot of guys go, man, I hate this stupid trailer. I want to go from a trailer to a flatbed. It's easier. You don't have to maneuver it. You don't have to unhook it. Um, we did, we, we do have like a, uh, enclosed, uh, warehouse spot, right? So that spot we can store all of our vehicles. So we're not really worried about theft and things like that. Um, and that is the first point when you get a trailer, if it's an enclosed trailer, the benefit to that is, is that it is its own storage unit. A lot of guys are running out of their house or, um, you know, even if they have a storage, it's an outside unsecure storage and that type of thing. And if you have an exposed trailer, well, everybody can see what you got, right? Somebody's got to be even more ballsy to break into an enclosed trailer to get your gear, right? Or even to see what's in there. It could be completely empty. They don't know. Um, so that's kind of the first benefit. But the downside to a trailer, especially in an enclosed trailer is if you're a pressure washer and you're leaving your machine in there, it's got to be vented. You can't not vent a machine in a, a trailer. It just ends poorly because the whole trailer is going to fill with carbon monoxide, even if you leave everything open. And I know there's going to be people who say, oh, you're full of crap, man. That's what I do. I get it. I get it. Comment. Tell me. I'm full of crap sometimes. But in my opinion, that is a no-no because what's going to happen is um, – to go turn off your pressure washer, even if it's right by the entrance, you still have all that carbon monoxide build up in a trailer enclosed, and uh, that really, really sucks. The other thing about a trailer is if you're going to go with an enclosed trailer, you want to look at something that's big enough to actually stand up in. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm like 6'3", right? So I need to have a trailer I can stand up on. A six-foot trailer just doesn't work for me. i got to crouch my head. And that's annoying, especially if you're trying to do work in there. Or if you're trying to take a leak in there because that's another benefit to an enclosed trailer or a van or anything that's enclosed is uh when that time comes you're on a job you can go uh you know change out your rubbers or uh you know switch the solution lines and uh pee into the uh the uh, Gatorade bottle that everybody who has a um a uh, enclosed trailer, enclosed vehicle in general has, it's a Gatorade bottle. So everybody uses it. There you go. It's better than having to pack everything up and go if for whatever reason you missed the gas station on the way to the next house. But right now I run in, uh, exposed trailers, open trailers. Everything, like I said, is stored inside so I don't have the theft aspect to worry about. The other really nice thing is you're walking around uh, an open trailer as opposed to through so if you got a lot of gear in there you're not trying to squeeze yourself through you're not trying to work your way you actually get to walk right up to the valves turn them off i over valve everything one of these times i'll, I'll post pictures of of uh one of my trailers that uh i think i have like six valves on there just to run water water comes into the trailer but with different valves i can run it to my house wash i can run it to my fill tank i can run it to my uh, flushing of my um, uh, pump itself on the roof system so I could flush fresh water right through that. 
and then it also goes into my uh, chem tank so when I need to do a dilution rate on that uh, it just goes everywhere but I can walk right up to it turn levers and knobs and uh, it's really pretty easy to do when it's all open and exposed um, the other nice thing is I'm not worried about venting I don't uh, I don't care I have my exhaust pointed out of the trailer and it's against the side so there's nothing ever in its way um, it's actually facing towards the driver's side of my car so if you think about trailers and the way that they're set up um, in America here we always drive on the right side of the road so the left side of your I'm sorry so the right side of your vehicle is always going to be against the driveway the house that side of the road the left side is going to go into the road so if you don't want that loud uh, brap noise from your uh, pressure washer blowing towards the house put it the other way um, some of the other really nice things is that I'm not limited to what can fit in the uh, confines of the uh, enclosed so uh, flat surface cleaner you can put it on the side on the top however you want uh, some guys run uh, ladder racks on their trailers which I think is pretty darn cool um, but the downfall is if you're a window cleaner that does pressure washing you want to make sure you have your window uh, your ladders for window cleaning just like you do if you were out pressure washing you're not always gonna have your trailer so uh, I opt to have them on all of our vehicles have ladder racks themselves uh, but another nice thing to have is all of my reels are up and over on the rail so when I want to do all of my reels are all set up on the same side again the right side of the trailer because that's how you pull into jobs I could just walk up, unlock, and pull. I'll walk up, unlock, and pull. Same thing with putting it back. It's all right there at a high level. I don't have to bend over. I should actually have electric reels because electric reels are just the bomb. Those things are so amazingly awesome. And I don't know. Every time I bring them up, I don't know why I don't own them. I don't know. Uh, it saves your shoulder. If you're used to that wrenching, you know, um, the way our reels are set up is that they're on opposite sides. So one, you're cranking with your right. Another one, you're cranking with your left. Uh, house reels on the right again, too. But uh, electric reels are pretty awesome. But having everything up and exposed is the nice thing. Now, think whatever rig you go, it's all about efficiency. The better and faster you can set up and tear down, the more money you make, right? If a job takes, you're getting $1,000 for a job, and it takes you five hours or you're doing that same thousand dollar job and it takes you four hours and you're not cussing and swearing the whole time you just made more money and you made easier money easier money is always the best way to go always um, but an exposed bed flatbed uh, that is another one that raises everything up even higher than a trailer uh, so you have all your reels all exposed your keys everything is right there your fills everything you're not bending over um, that's another nice thing about having the flatbed truck itself. And I've seen some amazing rigs done with flatbeds. Flatbeds probably have been one of my favorite to have because it's all right there. We did fleet washing in the beginning. I kind of told you the uh, story on that one. If you're a fleet washer, you're going to run a truck. Well, I shouldn't say you're going to, but it's usually better to run a truck because you're in and out of semis you're on lots you you know you're trying to turn you're doing all this stuff if you have a trailer that's fine but you have to have a lot of water so we opted for a ford f550 that that could hold i think we ran 570 550 gallons 550 275 yeah 550 gallons um and uh, when we stopped doing fleet washing we went to the trailer because uh i could put it on and off 
And that's one of the benefits to having a trailer as opposed to a truck. Uh, if you already have pickup trucks um, and you are doing pressure washing, um, now adding a trailer to that type of truck is that you're not always going to have to have your pressure washing gear with you, which is also a benefit. If you're only doing window cleaning, A, why aren't you doing pressure washing? It's a perfect add-on. Go back and listen to last week's episode about add-ons, and uh, it's an amazing add-on to add. But if you're only doing window cleaning, uh, you are a lot more versatile, right? You can. I've seen dudes that are running out of like hatchbacks. That's crazy. If you've seen the hatchback stuff, I mean, they're tight too. I, I got one of my customers. Uh, we're doing... Um, what is it? A, not an escape. It's a Xterra. Xterra, man. How cool when you can run all out of like an Xterra. Um, I ran uh, estimates out of a Prius for a while. I know. I know. I lost man points with the Prius. I get it. I get it. But I love the Prius. Um, but you can run out of a car. So that's where more of a van style can come in because vans, you really don't want to rip a hole in a van to port for pressure washing, right? There are slide outs. I've seen that. That's pretty badass when you can just slide out your pressure washer. So now it's outside of your car uh, or outside of the van. Porting's not an issue. It's nice and easy, but you got to get those kind of mounts. But if you're a window cleaner, now you get into vans and you have bins. Um, we ran uh, with uh, one of our trucks has uh, enclosed cap with bins on the side. You open it up. And the doors flip open on the sides and there's actually bins and shelves in there. So it's kind of like a van, but you don't have to go in the van to get to the bins, which is pretty awesome also. Um, some of the guys are also running box trucks, which is like a van and a flatbed kind of, you know, had a baby. And the benefits to those is that it's just so much bigger. It's up there. You're getting the height that you like with a flatbed, but it's enclosed, so you're not worried about the elements. Uh, flatbed because that back is its own thing you can kind of port it and not be worried about ripping a hole through a van um, it's also separate from the cab so even if you have bleaching chemicals and everything else back there you're not really worried about breathing all that stuff in um, I've seen some probably of all the different vehicles that I've seen I think the most badass vehicles are probably box trucks because they can just mount them. I mean, I've seen them where all their quick connects are on the outside of the, the, the box truck. Like there's ports and you can get uh, uh, port wall or um, like uh, uh, walls, removable little hatches where you can open it up and all your reels are right there. Pull it out. I've seen quick connects mounted to the outsides of them. I've seen uh, stairs and, and uh, compartments and it's pretty cool. Plus, you have uh, the walking room in a box truck. But now the downside with a box truck is that's what you're driving. If you have a box truck and you want to go do window cleaning, you don't need a box truck for all the window cleaning stuff. You just There's just not that much gear. So now you're driving a box truck to everything. That's kind of a downside for the box truck. At least in my opinion, it is. With, uh, um, with a pickup truck that has an open bed... You don't have the space or the enclosure for your, uh, you know, uh, P uh, brakes uh, if need be. But you are having an easier, like a walk around, like an, ex an open trailer, the same walk around in a pickup truck. But again, if you have something mounted in the back of your truck, it's always there. You can't take it on and off unless you have a fork truck and a skid mount. 
you can't really put tanks in the back of a truck, not not terribly much unless you're doing small buffers, things like that. Um, so there's kind of the, uh, the downside too. But I'll tell you, my favorite setup is a trailer and a pickup truck because I can detach it. Uh, I don't need to bring my pressure washing in every job. Not every crew even does pressure washing. Some of them just do pickup trucks. Um, so you can go that way. Um, but those are kind of the real main ones. That's trailers, uh, uh, pickup trucks itself, and vans. And then the box trucks, kind of like this hybrid of them. Uh, so as you're setting up your new setup, what do you want to do? Like, what's your focus on it, you know? Box trucks also can hold a ton of ladders on top, but they're a pain in the ass to get to. Uh, pickup trucks have ladder racks. They're easier to get to. There's pros and cons to everything, but you got to really remember, all of us are a company that does something, right? So again, my uh, uh, business here in North Carolina, I'm a pressure washing company that happens to do windows. Uh, there's also window cleaning companies that happen to do pressure washing. You have to find your focus in what rig you're building. But uh, if you, one of my favorite things, I don't know if you've seen, again, nerding out on equipment, but one of my favorite things is going on to uh, Facebook and seeing these guys when they post their rigs. Um, they're just mind-blowing, mind-blowing. Not only the graphics, but there's guys that have uh, under lights and uh, nighttime, they illuminate the tanks, so the freshwater tanks are all blue. It's just so awesome. Like, whatever vehicle or rig you have that is your selling point like when you show up and you have a giant dual axle uh trailer setup that has everything you could possibly need and is wrapped you're getting you're getting calls and booking jobs just on that when you show up with that and people go oh pfft. you don't even need to be here man i could tell that you're like super legit right if you show up in a uh beat up truck that's covered in paint and, uh, you know, out of the, the back, you have no tailgate. You pull your crappy equipment down and set it up, and you're trying to get it to work. Like, people are like, oh, this guy. You know, this guy this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's got crap. Look at his truck. His, you know, and I've bought in some beast of trucks before that uh, were, like, partially used trucks, and I, I hate it. Uh, your vehicle and rig is the first thing those people see when you show up. You're driving up the street. That's what they see. You're driving down a neighborhood into a gated neighborhood, into a standard subdivision, into a regular neighborhood. The first thing they see is this rig coming down the street. So when people complain, go, oh man, to wrap my vehicle and trailer, it's going to be like three grand. Really? Really? $3,000? What do you spend in EDDM? Like, what did you spend in time and labor to make phone calls? I guarantee that $3,000 will yield you more money back than anything else you've ever done. Well, I really like just uh, typical single-color graphics. Awesome, so did I. Like, everything I own, I've never wrapped anything personally. I do single-color graphics because I have a graphics printer, uh, or like a, a plotter, but the graphics that I did are overlaid, they're uh, over-patterned, so it just looks like it's wrapped, but it's in single graphics. But when you see our vehicles... You see our vehicles. You know what they are. You know what they look like. And they don't look like somebody who just happens to do this on the side. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with if that's what you do on the side. But if you look like you do it on the side, then you look like you do it on the side. It's just like logoed gear, right? Wear logoed gear because that looks like you give a crap about your business. Um, but uh, 
the pattern, if you're going to go with a wrap, you can do it wrong. I'm telling you right now. We've all seen those vehicles where you have a split second. It's a rolling billboard, right? Say you have a big enclosed trailer or a box truck, and you put so much crap on that box truck that you can't even read the name of the company. You can't find a logo. There's some happy, smiling chick that's, you know, getting her carpets cleaned or a baby that's... uh uh, you know, standing there, like you could do it wrong. You could put so much crap on there that I don't, what are you? Are you, are you an animal hospital or are you, you know, are you pressure washing houses? You can do it wrong because for the most part, it needs to be eye catching. People need to see it and instantly go, Oh, house washing. I need that. Or that's a, I, that's right. We were talking to, they need to at least know that the special, info that's on there that's for when people stop and they pull up to it and then they have time to read it right that's for well, that's what that's for but that's not to overwhelm and take the focus away from any of the other stuff uh, i like colorful backgrounds if they play into it right like uh uh look at uh mr lynch uh blaine he's he's got uh i i'm gonna mess the company i, I think it's mr scrubbies right dude Hit me up. I, I said the wrong thing. If, if I did, I'm sorry. But his stuff is amazing. He's the guy with the underlights. But his got this blue, um, like, kind of background on everything. And then his logo is there. And it's a catchy, awesome logo with, like, this little, like, critter. Like a bubble, like, mascot. It's there. When you see it, you're like, th- th- I could see everything about that. He doesn't overdo it. I've seen stuff locally here, which I apologize if you listen or watching. And you're local and you know this is you. Because if you suck, you know you suck. Well, actually, most people don't. But if you've seen it, you've probably had somebody say it. But if it's too busy, I've seen people who, without exaggeration, probably had 100 words on the side of their vehicle. I mean, paragraphs of, we offer nothing but the best and green solution. But what are you doing? Like, nobody, this isn't a phone book ad. This is a vehicle. You don't need to go that stupid and crazy. All you're doing is just uh, distracting people from the actual message of quickly window cleaning, pressure washing, right? Quickly gutter cleaning, carpet cleaning, right? If you do it right, it's the best investment you can make. The most money I've ever earned has been, we saw the side of your truck. I mean, I track everything. Um, how did you hear of us? That's the last question I always, oh, how did you hear of us? Oh, it was a referral. Oh, we saw you on, uh, you know, Highway uh, 20 there. Uh, we saw one of your trucks. You saw it, like, driving. You caught it fast enough when people will see the name or the logo, and then they'll find us on the, you know, they may not even read the phone number as we went by, but it reminded them to call us. They went and searched us, and uh, if your logo and your branding is pretty much everything the same then when somebody sees your vehicles they look in wherever they're looking uh, internet whatever and you rank well they'll see it and go those are the guys right i would i would tell you right now if you spent thirty five hundred dollars on a wrap or graphics or whatever to make your rig look epic you would make that money back in one year guaranteed tenfold maybe not tenfold i would say you'd make at least double your money in the first year if you did it right you would, at least. I, I want you to comment. If you're listening again, podcast, jump on Facebook, any of the groups, and comment, uh, comment with the hashtag WCRNation and tell me what you do and what your yield is because I want to hear and I want to see pictures. Post pictures up. I want to see rigs. Rigs are amazing. Um, 
Rigs and Digs from the Mole in Jersey show uh, was one of my favorite segments. I, these guys are just going amazing. And gals. And gals. But there's some stuff out there that just, it screams professional. It really, really does. Um, with that being said, the other part that is kind of uh, not even something that I should talk about because then it sounds like, this is this is common sense. This 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 is common sense, and I apologize to even say this, but I've seen, especially when you go to conventions, people drive their work trucks. The amount of crap people have in the dash, papers and folders and cups and dude, you're driving a dumpster. You you what are you doing? Like you have the wrap on the back of your vehicle. People go, oh my gosh, look at. And then they instantly see the crap you have. You open the door, you get to customers' houses, you're picking up big chugs and and uh, burger wrappers and, and cans are falling out and 20-ounce bottles full of chew spit are falling out of your car. Like, you just shot yourself in the foot. If you come to my house to do services for me and that's your vehicle, I instantly think you're dirty. I instantly think everything, you're not going to take your shoes off, you're going to leave dirty drips all over, you're going to do stuff, you know, it's... That that right there just screams you don't care. So don't be that guy or gal that has that dumpster car. Don't drive a dumpster car. Come on. You're better than that. Look at the money you spent on your wrap. You're better than that. Look at your vehicles right now. Here's the thing. I Every single day when crews come back, they have to empty the truck. And empty it like clean it out. And I'll go through those trucks. Because if not, they get disgusting. They get just like... I found... Ugh... I found a piece of fried chicken under the seat of a car that had maggots on it. Did you hear that? Maggots on a piece of fried chicken under the front seat of our car. Uh, it was one of our trucks. And thank gosh we do uh, plowing so we buy a rubber floored stuff because it just holds up better. But it was sitting there, disgusting, disgusting. Well, come on. Hey, what are you doing eating fried chicken? You're working in the heat. Don't eat fried chicken. But secondly, you left it. It fell somewhere. You didn't clean it up. And now the whole truck smells like a dumpster. Don't be a dumpster guy or gal. Just don't. And when I see you in NOLA, I'm going to look at your car. And I'm going to judge you. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge you. I'm sorry. That's what happens. But uh, keep your truck clean. Uh, keep your papers out of there. Advertise the heck out of any of your rigs. Make it look as professional and as awesome as you can. Fake it till you make it, right? If you're still a firefighter, but on the side you do pressure washing, you still have a couple bucks that you can throw to some nice graphics to look like you mean to do this. Because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to go, oh, wow, I'm making a lot more money doing this. Maybe I should do that. Or you're going to decide to do it both on the side, but you don't want to look like a firefighter that shows up to do pressure washing if that's not your thing. You want to look like a pressure washer that's there to do pressure washing. Just my opinions. And don't drive a dumpster. Don't stink. Don't make your car. Don't don't leave your fried chicken on the seat. It's just, it's a bad thing to do. It's just a bad thing to do. But anyway, I do want to appreciate everybody um, for uh, coming out and hanging out. Hopefully you are enjoying the, the podcast. Like I said, shoot me an email or a text or a Voxer or a Facebook message or smoke signals or whatever. Or jump on Facebook and even better, hashtag WCRNation. Show me your rig and more importantly, let's talk about shows. What do you want to hear? What do you want to see? What do you want to talk about? That's the point of this show. So enjoy it. Hopefully you're listening to this while you're doing some work and making some money. That's pretty awesome. If you are in need of supplies, 
the best thing you can do. The virtual high five is if you call me and uh, order up your supplies uh, through us, a window cleaning resource. Even better if you order them through me, because that's what I do. But uh, 862-312-2026, shoot me a text. I text all day long with people who are like, hey, I need this. Awesome, let's text it. You don't have the time to call or go on the website. You don't need to. Text me, we'll get it all ordered up for you. Uh, and if you're going to shoot me an email, shoot me some rigs uh, that you have. I'd love to uh, get them out there and post it on the Window Cleaning Resource Facebook page. Uh, my email is josh at windowcleaningresource.com. And uh, again, go and buy some Fenster stuff. Look at this stuff. If you're listening to on the podcast, go check it out. You don't even need to like watch this on YouTube, but go to uh, Facebook slash Fenster Stuff. And uh, buy some buy some gear, buy some swag, and represent the industry. I want to see a hundred of these pressure washing and window cleaning decals on people's trucks. I got them on my laptops. I got them all over the place. They're uh, really pretty awesome. And buy some shirts. Be cool. The cool kids are doing it for sure. Um, but uh, again, we are going to be talking to Kurt Kempton from Responsibid within the next few weeks and also Chrissy Lambo, Mr. Christopher Lamborghinis. Uh, he's going to be on the show also, which I'm excited for because he doesn't go on anything. And for you uh, peeps that are watching the show that are saying, hey, why do you make fun of Michael Mole? It's because of Ken, man. I, I, I can. I do talk to him all the time. Uh... Shout out to Mr. Michael Mole. And also, thank you to Luke, the window cleaner. If you guys haven't checked out any of his stuff, definitely do that. He is the man. Uh, he is the man in the industry. So check it out. His edits are completely sick and pretty awesome. So watch that. I am out. Thank you very much. And have a great week. <laughs>